Welcome to the 1% Mindset, where we know success starts from the shoulders up before it starts from the shoulders down. On this podcast, we talk about necessary principles needed to perform at elite levels in all areas of life. We'll be going through mindset training interviews, but most importantly, we're going to work on you. Let's get started. What's going on, guys? It's Mike with the 1% Mindset Podcast. I absolutely missed you guys last week. I did not, I repeat, I did not do a podcast last week. Um, some some things came up and I wasn't able to get it done. And You know, I, I think people start to beat themselves up in areas of life, especially when, you know, you say you're going to do something and there's, it's, there's, an importance in being of your word and doing what you say you're going to do. And there's recommitments, right? And adjusting in circumstances and sometimes things happening. Now, obviously, if you didn't do something because you didn't feel like doing it, or if something came up and you decided, hey, it wasn't important enough, then you can ask yourself why. Why wasn't it important? Why didn't I take this on? So I think that's very important to see. Now, First and foremost, as usual, man, I want to thank every single person who continuously watches this podcast, um, continuously listens to the podcast, and not only that, who supports the brand. Again, I have a free disciplines course out right now, free.the1percentmindset.com. Check it out. Um, Super powerful stuff. It helps you build discipline, helps you with a commitment to your word, and also understanding the power of recommitment. In the event you break your word and understanding why you, you've done that. Um, a new book is dropping as well, uh, Playing a Bigger Game. So if you have not, go to the1percentmindset.com. There's a tab there. You can pre-order Playing a Bigger Game. And, you know, I'm definitely taking my time with this book because I think it's important that as I, as I write this and as I'm, as I'm meditating and as I'm doing basically everything that I, that I spoke about or that I said that I was going to do within the, within the course, like I get really good, solid information, uh, for you guys. So that's extremely, extremely important. So again, I a hundred percent appreciate, uh, I a hundred percent appreciate it. hundred, hundred percent. Um, now let's dive in. Right, this isn't going to be a long podcast. I want to make sure that it's really clear cut, precise to the point. Because, you know, over these last, over this last month, over the last two weeks, really, uh, especially with the elections happening uh, within the U.S. And, and you know, the Biden versus Trump, and you know, I, this is the first time in in my memory, at least, at least since I've been able to been able to vote. And I can't tell you too much prior to, but since I've been able to vote that I've seen people board up businesses, this is the first time in, in, in my recollection, right? Over at least the last few presidential elections, since I've been able to vote that a winner has, a winner took a whole week to be decided. You know, this is the first time in my present my in in my recollection since I've been able to vote that there's been marches opposing who the president is, and there's been such divide amongst people. First time that I can remember, right? I'm not saying it hasn't happened in the past. I don't know, but to my knowledge. From what I remember, 
And, you know, I've only been eligible to vote, you know, in all transparency within the last three elections, right? So within the last three elections, I've been able to vote. But this is the first time that I've been able or I've, unfortunately, you know, that, that I've seen this. Now, why do I say that? I say that because there's there's something to be said about people's emotional attachment. Right? People have an emotional, you can have an emotional attachment to a lot of different things. And some some psychologists can rave and talk about whether it's good or bad, but I want to speak to you about not the not the the act of being emotionally attached to something, but what it is that you're attached to. And I think that's very important to understand during the this process of what is it that you're attached to. I had a convers I was having a conversation with someone um about a week ago before he blocked me. And you know, I, I'm mentioning that because I there's a few things that I, I want to mention in this story. So uh, all transparency. I was speaking. I was speaking to a guy, and he was a he was a Trump supporter. Uh, and I, I wouldn't call him a friend. It's somebody that I knew through someone else, and we we had mutual followers. We followed each other. Um, and he put up a post of uh, Joe Biden, uh, basically saying that um, if people kill. I don't care if you know there's repair needed. They need to be locked away. They need to be put in jail, right? Uh, really talking about the minority community and hey, we need to lock them all up. Uh, repair is necessary. Something that Joe Biden was on the record of saying back in maybe ninety two, ninety three. This is around the crime bill, right? And I commented on that and I said, the better of two evils. Right now, obviously, that can be debated, right? Whether you're a Trump fan or a Biden fan, that can be debate, debated. What's good, what's bad, that's all subjective, and I got that, right? And, however, what I was trying to display in that was, regardless if you're a Trump fan or a Biden fan, as a politician, there's a lot of dirt that you can dig up on people because people in politics from what I've seen, typically do things for the betterment of themselves and their party, not for the betterment of the greater good. Right, I want you to th think about that, right? I want you, I want you to think about how, th how things are. The government, right, is supposed to re represent the people. We are supposed to represent the people of the US. So, all forms of branches, whether it's the executive, the the uh, judicial, like what, whatever branch you are in, if if you're a part of the Senate or the House, like it's supposed to represent ideally the people. But here's the reality: it doesn't. Right? How am I? You 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 have a government that's supposed to represent the people, but they don't reflect the people. How do I know this? There's not 13% African-Americans within, within Congress, right? There's not 50% women within Congress, right? Truthfully, I believe it's 51. I, I believe the margins, if I'm not mistaken, is like 51, 49 women, women to men uh, within the U.S., 
but that's not that's not the um that's not the case that's not the case excuse me either let's think about the type of people that's in the US the average age of a person in the US is about 38 years old give or take right 38 years old however the however people in government typically typically right i'm not saying at all they're like i'm not saying throughout the entire thing typically are old white men typically so you're telling me somebody that is born that was born and we're in 2020 now someone that was born in and if they're between 60 and 70 years old at time someone that was born in the 50s the 1950s at the time when segregation was still legal at the time when um you know Jim Crow was in effect at the time where there was heavy and there still is but just heavy segregation you're telling me you can effectively represent the people in 2020 it's just not possible right because you, the experience is different or you have people speaking about the black voice and you know being unified in one and half of the people in congress didn't possibly go to school with a person other than their race probably until college those are just facts right it's just facts now why am i saying that i'm saying that because we tend to like when i said the best of two evils i didn't i didn't have a, an emotional attachment to joe biden or donald trump right i you want my personal opinion i think they're both trash based on what they stand or stood for how they've operated it's all been for the benefit of self and not the people but that's how america is right you look at the landscape of who's around it's not for the betterment of the people there's a few select there's a few people that benefit largely based on the representation that's in congress again just facts anyway so i say that to say this so i i mentioned that to him and we go we start going back and forth and you know i end up telling him man i was like i truthfully i'm i'm actually a registered independent right i'm not a registered democrat i'm not a registered republican i'm i'm independent meaning i don't choose sides why don't i choose sides because i think there's value in thinking for yourself i think there's value in understanding that if you choose a if you choose a side and if you hold your side to truth that is correct then you're not open to seeing another side it's just not possible if you if you're if your side if you watch something or if you see something as truth no matter what how are you open to seeing the other side how do you know where how do you know when there's like where there's actual truth right and then i said to him i said hey you know i one of the things i also do is i i watch both cnn and fox news and for those 
of you who are listening who don't know, CNN is more liberal and uh, Fox News is is more conservative. And the reason why I, the reason why I said that or I told them that is because I said I like to get to the to the truth. So we're into the you know the truth, right? There, there's one side, there's another side, and then the truth lies somewhere, somewhere in the middle. That's just that's just facts. That's just reality. And as we started debate, as we started going back and forth, and I said, you know, hey, I he, he threw things about Biden. Hey, I agree with you. And I was like, hey, Trump's also done this. You know, we go back and forth. He continued to send me stuff about, you know, the negatives of the Democrats. And I was like, hey, man, you know, I, I don't choose sides, right? Like what you're sending me is has a bias to one side because I could see it, right? Just like I could see the bias towards one side if I'm watching CNN or whatever that looks like. And he's like, you know what? You're not open-minded and blocked me. And for a while I was like, man, the irony of me not having an open mind because I said I don't choose sides. I didn't agree with his side, so to speak, right? Just, I, just because I didn't agree with his side doesn't mean I didn't hear his side, right? I just didn't agree with any sides, right? I don't choose sides. I don't think that, you know, whoever the president is will necessarily change anything. But I think what's important or I think what was important was to have an open mind towards what's there. And too often we don't have an open mind towards what's actually happening. We have an emotional attachment to the president, to Joe Biden, to Donald Trump. Like people have emotional attachments. People are fighting over what they believe is true. Why is that? I want you to think, like, what's the emotional attachment there that people will literally brawl over what they think or what they feel is correct without even not, without not knowing him personally? Think about that. All right, I'm gonna go, let's go to a quick break. Uh, we'll be back in two seconds. And we are back. So, yeah, so as I was saying, which I think is extremely, extremely important, right? So when you have people that are attached to their truth and not attached to the truth, but their truth, then you can't have an open mind. It's 100% impossible for you to have a clear, open mind if you view or see your way as truth, which is why this is so interesting, which is the same reason why the guy blocked me, right? Because if he views his truth as the truth, then you're never open to see another side. You never have the opportunity to really experience or really see what's, what else is available or what else is possible. Right? So when, so, so it's interesting because, right? So when I was having a conversation with him, and again, like I said, I was I'm an independent, right? So I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I, I look at all sides. I view everything. But because I didn't necessarily agree with his opinion, nor did I battle him, it bothered him, right? Because there's this thing about ego, and I think ego is really interesting, but the cool thing about ego 
when you see like ego likes resistance, right? So it, it's almost like working a muscle. Somebody triggers you, somebody somebody get at gets at you or says something that you don't necessarily like or you don't necessarily agree with, your ego starts to come out. And when your ego starts to come out, what you do, or when someone's ego starts to come out, they resist against each other. And it's almost like flexing the muscle to make your ego stronger. But but when you when you're full of ego and you have that ego, it doesn't allow you to move and to operate from a clear mind. It just doesn't, right? It's just, it's not possible. It's not possible to be clear when in doing that. So, I think what was cool or what was interesting, especially more so about this 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 interaction, so to speak, was was the simple fact that. I made a decision to not go ahead. You know, it's almost, it's interesting. It's almost like when, when I'm speaking to somebody and, you know, they get really angry, really upset, really loud, right? And one of the things I used to do, and I was talking to my friend about this, which is, which is interesting, you know, I, I would say something like, amen, sister, right? Because my lack of response to battling their ego, there's nothing there. Right, nothing can be done, and and I and I think that was the same situation in, in the case with that particular guy. But again, why do you have why do you have such an attachment to a human being that you don't know? Why do you want to be so right and righteous that you don't even allow yourself or people to see another side? Like it just doesn't work. It's not effective if you don't allow yourself or your space to view any, to view things. It it just doesn't work. So, you know, I... I, I used to say that you know I like I had a I, I did some research on um, Hitler right I I watched a show called The Following where uh, this this guy created a cult like following uh, it was a drama series on Fox at the time called The Following I believe it's on Netflix now I'm not 100 percent sure but check it out and you try to figure out what makes people attached to a truth that doesn't allow them to open up or see another side in a way that's effective and works. Like why? What gives someone the, like how how do you view or how can you have a mind that views the world one way. But you can't make an informed decision without that. And I get there's conditioning, right? So you see the color black, you say, you know what, this is black. Why? Because all your life you've been told this is black, right? Society says that this is black. And I'm not arguing that it's not black, but what I'm saying is, would you be open to hearing that it's another color and hearing why that's the case? Or what's the reason that it's black? Without saying no, it's black. 
right? And as as crazy as that that example is, what I'm saying is we do that with life. We look at life and say, you know what? Because I learned it this way, because it looks right like this, because I trust this person, no matter what, nothing else matters. Nothing else can be wrong. A hundred percent, a hundred percent not the truth. It just doesn't work, right? You can't allow yourself to be in a place, in a space, in a position to not have an open mind because it clouds your judgment and your intelligence long-term. So I'm going to keep this short and sweet, man. I'm going to, I think I, I think I got a lot of what I wanted to say said, right? Because emotional, emotional intelligence comes from the belief, right? And I'm not, I'm not a psychologist. I didn't go, but I'm, I'm telling you based on my experience, right? Your attachment comes from the belief that this is it. This is the way this is correct. No matter what. That's your that's your attachment. It's based on emotions. And sometimes emotions isn't based on facts. Hell, I'll argue that a lot of times emotion isn't based on facts. So you got to get to a place where you're making decisions based on facts and not based on emotions. Right? And when when that's the case, right? When you have this emotional attachment to things, it is not based necessarily in facts. And I invite you to look at where in life that is showing up. Anyway, man, I absolutely love you guys, man. Thank you so much. I do appreciate um all my viewers, everyone listening in. Um Because it's it it's because of you I continue to do this. I always say this is my therapy, but I, I really I really enjoy the impact that this has um not only on myself but you know just people in general. So um with that being said, man, much love, peace. As usual, thank you for listening.